Hi kids, it's Barbara Nice here and I'm very, very pleased to be recording and sending into your logos Numero Sanko of my podcast with Brum Radio. That's Numero Sanko number five. Now this one's going to be about hoarding. It's like a Christmas special. Looking at hoarding. I know it doesn't sound very seasonal but a lot of stuff will be coming into your house over Christmas. What are you going to do about it? The good and bad things about Christmas... There's some mention of vegans and vegetarianism. Uh, the best toys you've ever had. And I look quite a bit about paganism. So, it, you know, it's a good mixture. It's a Christmas pudding of a podcast. Now, if you're thinking, well, where can I... Well, if you're thinking, where can I hear this? You'll be thinking, well, I already have found out where you can hear it. Because you can hear it anywhere where you get your normal podcasts. And uh, it's with Brum Radio. And with a hey, blinking out, we've been having some ratings. They're all five stars, which is unbelievable. Uh, Liam, hiya. If Liam Rudden's listening in Edinburgh, hiya, love, and thanks. There's a girl here, she says, oh, from one podcast to another. Nice, five stars. What a, what a ruddy joy. You see, we keep this clean. What a ruddy joy. So lovely to hear you on your podcast. Blinking Egg is fab. Joe from Secretly Recording My Boyfriend podcast. Well, I hope he's not listening, Joe, because he'll pick you now. Rich loves it, and somebody, Apple Podcasts, says smashing. It's a proper podcast about proper things. And properly, oh, lovely words, nice repetition, Paul. Properly worth a listen. Get it in your ears, kids. Everybody welcome. Climb on board. Hi, it's Barbara Nice here. Barbara's in strides that Nice is in the pisket. Not the pisket. <laughs> now, listen, I've only had a mince pie and I don't think there was any sherry. Christmas is coming, isn't it? Christmas is coming, kids. And this is numero cinco. All right, I don't know why. We've got, we're trying to go European before it all goes Brexit. What a pigging mess it's all is. <laughs> but we're looking at the bright side of stuff now because Christmas is coming up. And with it, you've seen all the adverts, John Lewis and all that. It's all, they want us to buy more and more stuff. But what happens if you've got too much stuff in your house? You're bringing more in. I'm worried about this. I don't know about you thinking about having a tip out for Christmas. So I bumped into these, you know how it goes. I just meet people and I think, oh, I like these people. I like what they're talking about. And I just say, will you come on the podcast? Paul always says yes, because he's very nice. Hello. There he is, Paul. And uh, I bumped into Heather and Pip. Now, Heather, I know you've got an interesting surname and I can't for the life remember what it is. Where is it, love? It's Matt Watson. Piggy neck. Where you, where's that from? Well, that's, that's a bit of Brexit. It's from Italy. Oh, what a shame. Well, would, you, would you have to go back? I might have to give it back. <laughs> what will it be called? What will you be called if you have to change your name? If I have to give it back, I'll go back to being what I was before, which was Heather Ray. That's a good name, is that? R-A-E. Like... Heather Ray. Mm. I'm sure I used to... I used to know she, she did a little bit of stripping, but it wasn't just that. <laughs> Called Heather Ray. You've, not, you've never worked in Blackpool, Heather, have you? Not that I remember, no. No, well. But anyway, anyway. And that, well, there's Heather. What's it again? Matozzo. Matozzo. Um, and I'm, on the other side now, I've got a nice fella called Pip. What's your surname, Pip? Barlow. Pip. Oh, that's a good name, a it Coronation is. Street it name. <laughs> when you what? When you was a kid, Pip, and you was growing up, and Ken was on the telly, you called Barlow. Did you think he was your dad? It was, I know. I got called Charlie. Who's Charlie Barlow? Charlie Barlow. No, I don't know who he is, love. Softly, softly. 
Google it. <laughs> if you Google it, that, we, we go we go international. You know, there's lots of people in New York like this. Google it. So here we are, and I'm, I'm sure this is true of New York, wherever you're picking live. There's too much stuff. This word hoarding. I know you know, but quite, you both of you know quite a bit about it. Heather, am I all right saying hoarding? You just think of people in a right state on Channel Five. Well. Yeah, it is difficult, but if you don't say hoarding and you say gathering or collecting, then sometimes people aren't quite sure no, can we gather, where we... to go for help. So if you want some help with hoarding, then it's good that you see somebody, or you see that name on a poster, for example, for our support groups. If we called it the collecting and gathering support groups... You might get people doing stamp not... collections. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, yes, it's a difficult one, but I think it, it sort of does what it says on the tin. Right. And, Pip, how do you feel about the word hoarding? I think it sounds horrible. What... It does. I often... So once we've got people in, I might, might start referring to it as uh, acquiring and keeping. All right. Just... But as Heather said, really, if you if you don't hit the nail on the head with what it actually is, or people understand it to to be you, we will get it will get the wrong people. Especially if you call it gathering, we might end up with a, an awful lot of uh, hunter gatherers. Well, hunter gatherers, yeah, we'll yeah. Nettle soup is what I keep thinking. We'll end up with a <laughs> Do lot people of... really have nettle <clears throat> soup, Pip? It's nice. Have you had it? Yeah, and me. Blinking out, we'll talk us through it. So how many nettles would you use, say, to feed four? Oh, no, I only did it for two. All right, we'll painful. just double up. <laughs> too just painful otherwise. We'll just double up your recipe. How many? You need a carrier bag full of the top oh, bits. Right. That's the measure. And then that boils down. Yeah. What would you put? Salt? A bit of salt, a bit of cream. Pepper. Cream. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd put some potato in as well to make yeah, it a bit potato, thicker. some... some uh, what we're thinking of the the watery bit. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. That's the word. Oh, that's the word. Would it be vegan? They've taken over the vegans, it haven't they? They're in charge. Yeah. The vegans. Yeah. If you if put coconut cream in it, it would be vegan. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Yeah, not yeah. the stock. Okay, yeah. so there's a tip for you if you're thinking mm. of. And would you call that hunter and gatherer's soup? Yeah, foragers. Foragers. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. Foragers potage. Do, do you have to follow the Vodotli soup? Oh yeah, because Dot yeah. leaves. That's right. He's very, he's very, very knowledgeable. Paul, he's from Coventry. Mm. You could perhaps do, you could perhaps do um, dock leaf pate. Oh, okay. Mm. Smooth mm, it over. Nice. They're nice, the mm. old remedies. But go, going back to the old remedies and all that, you know, if you if you fell in some uh, nettles, you'd rub a dock leaf on and all that. What do you think the old ways were of getting rid of stuff? I mean, when you look at archaeological digs, there was always. A pot or a pan chucked out, wasn't there? Was burying it, wasn't it? They just buried it, yeah. <laughs> well, there wasn't any stuff. I mean, Did they know, not have as much stuff well, in you, there? You, you, I remember growing up, people saying, oh, back in the day, we, we never used to lock the door, so we had nothing to nick. No, <laughs> we didn't have right. your cup of sugar, you know. <laughs> we just didn't have stuff. So do you think it's a modern a modern thing, this hoarding? I, uh, I think that, that um, food hoarding is a post-war problem. When you say post-war, well, what because do you mean? When, because after rationing and and that's the the advent of refrigeration was was to keep food longer so you wouldn't be hungry ever. So that came into the you know the mass consciousness, and uh, and then we are overtly hot commercial. points. You're talking about hot points. Um, the fridges. The fridges. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Because you're, you're a hot point. Oh, very much a hot point, girl. Yeah, I'm not sure what I am. Frigid air. But you're <laughs> saying it came Smeg. after... Yeah. I'm afraid it's a clean. Smeg. This is a clean. We've Honestly, this yeah. might be kids listening. Google it. Google it. Google it. Google it. Go on back to this then. So yeah. you're saying after the war, we invented fridges... And that's what started hoarding. Well, not necessarily, but... <laughs> kind of well, that's what I got from it, uh, Well, Well, because you could actually keep food longer, you, you, you buy more than you need. Right. Because I remember my mum used right. to go and you'd just go to the, sh- the local shops and you'd get what she bought that day and you ate it on the night and it was gone. So we got into the habit of getting more than we needed mm. because we had somewhere to put it. And, and then... The supermarkets locked into that and started making or giving you these extra invitations to do that. Three for one and exactly, all Exactly, yes. And and then the advert of freezers locked into the same mm-hmm. thought and so you could buy in bulk for a much longer time. So I think it's... Uh, we've been very well trained in general to be fantastic consumers. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah. Why must everything be in bulk? I, I, I tell you, I've got a theory on this. I think it's so we don't go shopping every day, seeing, seeing other people weighing stuff up. Mm. It keeps us apart. And you can get, like you were talking earlier before we started recording, you said you had a hot cross bun, which is unusual because it's nearly Christmas. There's no seasons anymore. And you can get, say, 12 hot cross buns. Well, if I ate all them, I'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have everything in bulk. And I no. don't want 12 pork chops either, Heather. I want one if I want one. I'm also, you know what I mean? I think you lose a lot of flavour with fridges and freezers. Mm. In the old days, you probably had more flavour because you'd buy it and you eat it. You know, like, the biggest argument I have is over tomato sauce in the fridge. Mm. Who yeah. wants tomato sauce in the fridge? People, right, if you're listening, if you're a <coughs> put a tomato sauce in the fridge person, oh. write in <laughs> and ask yourself why. I've never heard of that ever. No. I mean, people do do it, though. Yeah. They no, do. I've if you go around people's houses, I have a nose, yeah. do you? If you go into somebody's yeah. house, have a look in yeah. the kitchen. What, what the, the fridges are interesting, what they put in. Well, I remember a friend's mum put the, the cherry tomatoes in the freezer. <laughs> what? They were like billiard balls. <laughs> Right, well, you don't, she might be using them for other things. I don't know. <laughs> You're best not to go into all that cherry tomato <laughs> stuff. No, honestly, I've seen some films. So, so the hoarding, what you're saying to me here, really, is you're saying there's more stuff about... Um, it, we, we get, we're being told, have more, have more, have more. What are your top tips for Christmas, especially if you've got kids? It's like... Pip said this to me once. It's like a hoard fest Christmas, isn't it? Oh, it is. It we're is. making ta- little, we're, we're growing hoarders in our kids, isn't it? We do. We teach kids. We give them a hoard. Overwhelm them at Christmas with stuff. Yeah. There's a sense of you are not a good parent unless you've uh, gone into debt over Christmas. <laughs> it's daft, isn't it? It's oh, crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, but it's a competition. Who's who's setting the rules of the competition? Well, I think it's it's a. Uh, there's a lot of adverts on the TV for staying directly at kids, and if mm. you can't be the parent that that advert's demanding you be, your kid feels left out, you feel left out. What was your favourite toy, Pip, when you was a kid? Lego. Wow. Well, hmm. That gets everywhere. It does. What do, what? Makes everything as well. Mm, I've, got more. I've still got loads of boxes yeah. of Legos from when the kids were... What do you do with Lego? If you got, if you want to get rid of Lego, because it's not biodegradable, is it? 
It isn't, I'm afraid. No, right. Well, it's a danger. I think there should be a Lego bank, shouldn't there? Is there not one? No, we should maybe start one. Yeah, because I've got loads of Lego. Everybody's got Lego. Well, actually, I haven't because my my dad didn't buy me any. I was a Lego deprived child. You were Legoless. <laughs> Why died and Legolas? Right, go on, love. <laughs> that explains a lot. Actually, it's in no, Lord of the Rings. What do you mean, Paul? It's called Legolas or Lego. I sound the elf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everything connects up. Everything, especially <laughs> Lego. Lego connects up. <laughs> Brilliant. So no, I had Spirograph. No I had Spirograph. Oh, now right. that was great. Totally pointless, but brilliant and very exciting for at least. 15 minutes. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So it's nice to have some toys at Christmas, isn't it? But what we're saying is it doesn't have to be this great big landing of loads and loads and loads of stuff. Well, kids get hard. Kids get overwhelmed. You know, younger children in the family get a massive amount of toys and they have no idea how to cope with it. It's, it's, it's all about you know, the ego of the parent feeling good about themselves. Whereas... You know, it's quite true, isn't it? When you've got very little kids, you, you, know, you break the bank to buy them everything and they play with the boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I drew, two, drew a car on the side of a, a box for my daughter when she, was little, when she sat in that for ages. But is that, is that all you gave her for Christmas, though? It wasn't, yeah. was it? <laughs> it's all very well said, just as they like playing boxes. But we wouldn't dream of doing it, did it? It's, it's hard, it isn't did. it? I would now. <laughs> did he do it? Well, he's tight, Pip. <laughs> Parsimonious. We had pubs to go to. Well, we've talked about pubs before on this um, on this podcast. We like a good pub. So that's the kids. What about adults now? Because it used to be, wasn't it, Father Christmas would come and then that was the dream. But we, kids grow up and they know there's no Father Christmas anymore, bringing all the stuff. What are you saying? But we still... I don't. What are you saying? I am very, very sorry. Now, listen. <laughs> if there's any kids listening... To, I'm only joking. If Auntie Barbara's only joking, of course it's a Father Christmas. Shh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry. I'll chop it out. <laughs> <laughs> Get me... Delete, Paul, please, delete. We don't want dreams broken. <laughs> but adults keep still having presents and stuff, and they're buying more and more stuff. Over the, Any top tips? If someone's listening to this and going, it's all very well you laughing with your friends, Barbara, but I'm in a situation where I want to get rid of stuff and I don't know how to do it. I don't want to bring more stuff in. Any top tips? Top tips for getting rid of stuff? Uh, well, do, do little bits at a time, so mm-hmm. don't try and get rid of everything. Mm. And Christmas is a great time for getting rid of stuff because maybe you can re-gift it. That's awful, isn't it? When you get given some bad something back, you gave to say, them. Have you got any stories about that? Try not to gift it. And, and if, you, if you want to plan re-gifting for next year, then label the things that you don't re-gifting really want. Re-gifting. And then you'll remember can't... who gave it you, so you'll be fine, and you won't even have to do any shopping next re-gifting year. Re-gifting can cause a lot of rifts in families. <laughs> Auntie love is re-gifting. I loved it so much that I bought one for you. That's, that's right, it. yeah. That, oh, that's good. That's a good tip. Yeah, you need a couple of answers, don't you see? But yesterday somebody said, to me on exactly this topic he said I realised that I've spent the past couple of weeks thinking up things that people can buy me for Christmas because they've asked and I've got everything twice and he said it actually makes me feel a little bit sick that's right you're you're racking your brains aren't you thinking so you're forcing yourself to be excessive consumers and I was so today I made myself think what 
What are the Christmas presents that I've really liked as an adult? Because as a kid, doesn't count so much for the Spirograph Lego thing anyway. Mm. But as, as, as an adult, the things that I've loved the most, are, which sounds really trite and like, but are the things that people have made. Right. So even if they're crap, at least somebody's you made You wouldn't say something. this to somebody, and though, would you? No, this is crap. No, no, <laughs> apart from to my children when they've got to learn, haven't they? Really? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah that's right. We've got to be then. tough with the kids. Go on, Pen. I know what I'm doing with them loo rolls now, <laughs> A papier-mâché dog. Smashing. Thank you. That's what I've always wanted. It wasn't going to be that good. It was yeah. going to be a pen holder. <laughs> pen holder's a nice. Bit of a bow tie. Bit of a bow tie on it, So what you're saying is... We get overwhelmed by thinking we've got to please other people by having gifts and actually think about what it is you would like and often that's something that doesn't cost that much anyway. Yeah, but the, the, so, and the other gift that I think is really precious now is time. Give somebody a oh, bit right. of your time exactly. instead of a present that is taking you no time at all mm. to buy. Give them a, an afternoon out or a, an evening in the pub or, you know, going for a meal or something like that because that really is priceless now and it's becoming a commodity that's getting less and less so oh, yeah okay that, that's really good get, go on I'm now i'm going to get second hand stuff really. second hand time <laughs> second hand time that's bad doctor who isn't it he's used it once well, but he's cleaned it down no you can get me some first edition old books or some 1960s lps i'm happy fine okay. what's your time Pips, are people thinking, I don't want to get more stuff in my house over Christmas. I want to. I've already got too much stuff, and this is a this is a danger time. Isn't it? Do what we've done. Declare it. Just say we're not buying you anything. We don't want anything. We want wrap. Put a bow on yourself and get over and give us so your time. That's it. That's the oh. advice of Martin Lewis, the money expert. Who, who is Martin Lewis, the money expert? Some money expert on TV. What did he say? Love? He just said, give people the gift of. Free, freeing themselves from the obligation yeah. of having to buy for you. Exactly. So just say, I'm not getting you anything, you don't get me anything, we're both quids in, really. I think it's lovely. I love that idea, put a bow on yourself and come round. <laughs> Would they only be wearing a bow? <laughs> Depends if they've got... Attractive ones, just <laughs> Depends if they've got frozen cherry tomatoes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right, it's all coming back. All, no. the, all the callbacks, kids, all the callbacks. <laughs> But this is a nice idea, isn't it? So I'm not getting you anything, don't get... And it, to take the pressure off. I have got to be honest, I have been pressurised by Christmas before in the past. You're running around, you're worrying about this and that and the other, and it's daft. Paul, does Christmas worry you in any way? Yeah, um, I have a lot of people that are very hard to buy for, so oh. very limited interests, and especially like my parents, mainly my... Well, yeah, I'm not going to name them. It's a podcast, you can hear me. Hello. But they know who your mum and dad... Right, yeah, yeah. know. You know who you are. Oh, that's... I've done it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to name them, mum and dad. Go on, love. Um, yeah, it's just when you, you feel pressure because they don't like presents, but you feel like you have to, and if you don't, you're less, you know, you don't love them as much. Do you have any worries about the will being... You've know, <laughs> got to think about these things, Well, you can buy them a will service. If <laughs> ah, I don't know. You can get them for about first. 70 quid or something. The, the will is there. It's just yeah. the, the actual effort of... Uh, or the actual make, getting a present... Mm. For me, I think I fall down on that bit. But I've got no. some good ideas this year. Could so you I'll make talk to you in January and we'll see. Don't be so hard. It's hard on himself, <laughs> isn't he? I think you could make people Christmas podcasts. Oh, that's oh. a good idea. Because that's what you do, do That's, well, what, that's what I do, do. She's elf. I definitely do. What about you? Have you have you ever found Christmas stressful? Because you're actually a lovely lady. I, I like I like the any idea of, of an excuse to celebrate things and have tacky Christmas decorations. I really like that because I love those. And I know the lights are bad, uh, but I think they're fab as what well. What do you mean, bad love? 
Well, you know, an eco because they're mm. using too much electricity and they're. Oh, I see what you mean. You can't do anything. Sorry, can you anymore? It for you no, now. it's all right. I've just got some in my bag from Wilkinson's. <laughs> I'll have to go back. I felt so happy and joyful, and now I'm thinking. Well, if you oh, get no. like wind up ones, you know, like the wind up radio. What do you mean wind up ones? You know, Can like you get... the wind up radio. Maybe no, you can't. Solar. Get you could solar. invent them. Solar. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Get that's solar. Well, those have to go back Take anyway. Them back, mm. get, get the solar ones. Yeah. But I um, I once had. More money than usual, and I thought, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna splash out at Christmas, and it was the worst experience I had because I started buying presents just for their cost, oh, not for what they were. That's good. So then the other, the, the year after that, I went to a five pound Christmas, and now I'm at a ten pound Christmas. And so that's, that's a the happy rule. Medium. So it's a bit similar to Pips, except I do say, if you're going to buy me a present, it's got to be a tenner or less, right. or you make it, or you give me something that I gave you last year. Brilliant. <laughs> Any stress for you of, if, about around Christmas ever, Pip, in the past, love? Uh, yeah, I suppose. In the, so when, you, when you feel the tyranny of having to be you a know, quid pro quo of buying the presents and did you, you know, have you bought the same amount of money? Mm. But we've oh, got okay, rid of that. yeah. But I, 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 oh, you're past feeling the pain yeah, every I time just, you I say mean, anything. I love, <laughs> I love Christmas, so I won't let, I won't let that happen. Right, now, before, we're going to talk about why we do love Christmas in a minute, but mm. I was thinking about all this stress and everything, and there's a, there's a lot of people going to A&E on Christmas Day yeah. with frozen turkeys dropped on the toes. <laughs> it's a very dangerous... The, the yeah. whole meal's a very dangerous meal to cook, isn't it? Sorry about that. You shouldn't have pig in that because no. it's true. It doesn't happen in uh, Heather and my house. I was why just going to say, not? we have a perfect solution for that. What? Vegetarian. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No Absolutely. drop turkey <laughs> no on drop toes. T- Nobody's How's heavy is a nut roast? I was just going to say, I've never heard of any mm. nut roast injuries. If it was frozen, poisonings. it could hurt you. <laughs> I, suppose, but I suppose if you froze it, but why would you need to? Yeah, yourself? that's right. Unless you're one of these people who... Bit of a brick. I suppose mm. it's a bit like a house. It brick, would be a brick, yeah, it could hurt. Yeah. You could end up yeah. in A&E and a, with a nut loaf. <laughs> Don't go <laughs> saying you couldn't. So, so vegetarian. Yeah. How long have you been vegetarian? Um, oh, 30 years more. What? Because Christmas is traditionally in it, turkey and all that. Yeah. I know you don't. I know you don't agree with that. <laughs> but <laughs> can you remember turkeys. that? Never need to say it for the turkeys. Yeah. What? Did you when you was a kid? Did you have turkey? Oh yes. So at what point did you say to your mum or your dad, whoever cooked it, I'm not having that? And what was the what? How did they respond? Um, can't remember exactly when it happened. I think I'd have been about twenty one, and uh, and I turned up, and it was, and my mum had actually prepared my favourite Sunday lunch, pork with all the trimmings, right. and I said, I'm just having the trimmings. <laughs> what did she say to you? I think she just thought I was an idiot. <laughs> Did she say just go, go on? I'll give you chicken, and that's all right. That happens to me. Somebody, somebody <laughs> it's nagged me. It's only it. chicken. That actually was a Christmas dinner where somebody's Irish mum nagged me, literally doing the go on, go on, go on. Yeah. And, and, and I, I thought, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I'm just going to not be vegetarian today. Wow. Because and I, yeah, and I, that's yeah. right. And then, yeah. But uh, wow. And then she turns to somebody who was teetotal and said, "There was sherry in that." No, I know. I we had a Christmas was dinner with right, an alcoholic was, last year, and. Yeah. Uh, there was alcohol. It was told you was not supposed to drink. There was sherry in the trap. Yeah. We still went for it. So it was the best trip we'd had in years. Keep quiet. I know. So what's good about Christmas? I think you can air on the ooh pig in Christmas. Let's celebrate it yeah. now. Come on then, Paul. I like to 
strip it back. If you think about what this time of year was before religion, before Christmas, before everything, it was a lot of people scared of the dark, so they had... Yes, that's <laughs> right. This, what's this, this is what's so good about it. So <laughs> they I didn't know what he was going to say. He gets a lot of people scared of the dark. But it's, it was a pagan festival of light. Oh, the yes, pagans are. It was light, and we all came together on the darkest day to light a lot of fires, be together, have a little, have some food. Oh. That's what, you know, and that's what it is, come together, have some food and spend time not working, not being stressed around, not rushing around doing your job, which you do all the rest of the year. Just have like a week or four days off and, and spend time. Is it time like an orgy? Was it more like an orgy? Uh, I, I wasn't no, there. Yeah. May. That's an option. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about May the 1st. Yeah. I'm not it's a, a bit cold. Traveler. It's cold for an orgy though, isn't it? You have to it's have a fur line. That's why they're big fires. They have big, very big fires. But, so you know, you're saying yeah. you like the idea of where... People coming together and having a big feast. Smash it. Outside of like before we got commercial or anything. That's right. what Brilliant. I like about it. And spending. not being scared. And, and not having an orgy. And not being scared, and not being scared of getting the wrong present for the exactly. mum and dad. Paul. Yes. What's well, it's great the lights, about and that's it, why, obviously, yeah. why I like the Banished lights. The it's, a, it's, a, it's a kickback to my pagan me. Mm. Oh, I've, I've got in touch with my, root, my roots there. Yeah, so that's why I like the Christmas lights and all the glittery, shiny things. When you say the pagan you, what on earth are you talking about? Like? What Paul was just talking about oh, the right, pagan the... me that was originally here. Years and years ago. Had you been thinking about pagans before Paul mentioned it? No, no, but I've just, yeah, Paul, just got into that. He's like a druid, he's like a druid in here, in the shed. Wow. <laughs> so you like what Paul said, and, that, and, did, and it, yeah. it chimes in with something that you like about Christmas. Yeah, mm. light. I like lights and sparkle. Was that my... Well, did you wear something? That could be Ken wondering where I am. Could be a message from the other side. Could it could be from the could pagans. Be the pagans. <laughs> <laughs> Do owe him some rent. So, <laughs> well, go yeah, on, I just think you see because there's one very significant thing about Christmas. That my actual birthday, 26th of September, right, is in Jesus actual fact birthday. when most most people uh, in the, in the world are born. Oh. What are you talking about? 26th of September, oh, especially in this months. country. But so if you comments. just count back... Nine months after Christmas. Well, I, when it, I, that's why I said about the orgy, I was onto something. <laughs> yeah. You were scoffing at me, Pop, I so it's onto something I, instinctively. I, I Is scoff. that what you're saying? That's I love the truth, it. you'll check it. I thought it was Jesus' real birthday. That that's what she said to me, <laughs> Pop. Well, I don't like to boast. <laughs> No, I've got Jesus' real birthday because I'm born on the 12th of the 12th. Oh. And when it was okay. 2012, it was a magical, was cool. almost end of the world birthday. Well, yeah. What do you mean? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean the 12th of the 12th? Paul's going, oh yes, mm. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's magic numbers, 12, 12, 2012 especially. It's not quite the same. Are you using them for your lottery numbers, Heather? <laughs> no, that'd be too obvious. Yeah. I always do a lucky dip me. Oh, oh, yeah. One day, the Keep word yourself, lucky yes. has got to be true for me. That's, That's right. what I reckon. Do a lucky £2.50's worth of hope. That's right. Right, well, we might be coming to the end of all this. If you've been listening, you're thinking, I am worried about hoarding and stuff like that. There are places people can go, can't they? They're not... What would If anybody's listening, because it is an interesting subject, I know we've been around the houses about other things, but at the heart of it, that's an interesting subject. Any... Anywhere could people go if they're thinking, oh, I've had enough, I want to make a big change at Christmas? If people are really worried about the fact that they might be living in hoarded conditions or that they're drowning, literally drowning in their stuff, Mm -hmm. then yes, we run three support groups. Um, we run them all at fire stations, which is a oh why bonus. why I love at fire stations because the fire service very kindly let us use their 
big training rooms for free. So, and most people know where fire stations are, and they're sort of regarded as places of safety. And there's a pole involved as well, which is interesting. Well, you're no stranger. I remember, I know where I've seen her now. It's all, it was not Blackpool at no, all. No, it wasn't No, I know where I've seen her now. She's a smashing... Doing, doing a turn. You're good at them pole dances. I start good. That's, that's connected up for me. So, so get in touch with... Um, if you send uh, an email to help at cloudsend.org.uk or just look up cloudsend.org.uk. And is, that's, a, that's a national organisation, no, that's, that's, that's local to Birmingham. Right, but if but you if, don't live in Birmingham, what would you do? Still get in touch with, with me and Are you I'll sure you want this? There's people from New people. York might be getting in touch. <laughs> no, they're sure. Fine. They're fine. Listen, isn't that a nice gesture? You're fine a in Christmas New York. A Christmas gesture. A Christmas gesture. <laughs> get in touch with me. There are groups. Yes, Pip. Yes, do come and see us if you're in in, the, in Birmingham, definitely. But these people are, are the people all over the country. Edinburgh. There will be, and um, you know, get in touch with Heather, and she'll. I've noticed she's saying Heather, not you, Pip. <clears throat> He's putting it all on <clears throat> you, Heather. Well, well, it's typical, isn't it? Typical, it's yeah, typical. typical. I've got Christmas typical. things to do. What well, like? I've got time for all this. We've got cars to yeah. draw on the side I've of got, boxes. You know. I'm I'm actually we're just hoarding hoarding groups. <laughs> We've got three. If we can get four, we're going to be up here. Yeah, that's oh, an right. even number as well. So yeah, we should, should go for four next year. Should go for four next year. Get a few yeah, more, get that. Is that a lucky yeah. number? Is three luckier than four or four? Three is magic. More magic than four. Oh, which is good because there's been three of us talking plus mm. Paul, which puts oh, us straight yeah. into somewhere else. <laughs> now listen, everybody. We want you to have a very, very, very happy Christmas. I don't know whether this will be the last one before Christmas. We don't know that. But if it is, have a good time. And remember, it's not all about spending stuff. What we're saying is give people time and have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the lights on. Yeah, That's what we're saying. <laughs> Paul shaking his head. Banish the darkness. That's what he's banish saying. I wasn't saying that at all, Barbara. I was saying banish, banish the darkness, kids. Over and out, Barbara Nice. Barbers and Streisand, nice in the biscuit. Brum Radio Podcast. Happy Christmas, kids. Happy Christmas. Back to the sherry. <laughs> Back to the sherry. Shh. <laughs> so, that was it. It was lovely talking to Pip and Heather about Christmas, and don't worry about it, you know, but it's all right for them. They haven't got thousands of jigs to do up and down the country. So, if you are around and you're thinking, oh, I'd like to see Barbara do a Christmas jig... I've got, I'll go through them very quickly. It's making me dizzy. Think about them. I've already been to the Lowry. That was a blast. Artrix, Bromsgrove, smashing. Then on the 11th of December in Sutton Coalfield at the pub, the station pub by the station, which, well, that's why it's called that. And then, hey, the 12th, I'm in London town at the Museum of Comedy. If you've not been there, it's absolutely belting. I've got loads of artefacts. I'm thinking of donating my handbag when I go. Then, all right, now, these are the mothership performances of Barbara Nice's Christmas Cracker. This is where it all stems from, really, at the wonderful Midlands Arts Centre. I'm there on Friday the 15th and the Saturday the 16th of December, but they are selling out, so if you fancy them, come quick. But then I'm at, now I don't even know where this is, I'm at Hangar Arts Centre, I've got no idea, I think it's Totten, I've got no idea where that is either, but I'll Google it. Then I'm in Worcester on the, on the 19th at Worcester Arts Workshop and they've just done it up and I'm telling you now, it's belting. Come to that if you fancy, 19th. Oh, that lad on that scooter is going too fast. 
Then I'm in Sheffield now at the Lead Mill. If you've ever been there, it's a proper, like a rock gig venue. And I might, be, I might stage dive that night. Then, again, I don't know where this place is. Masham, if you know where it is, let me know. 21st of December. We're getting close to the big day. Then on the 22nd, is at Waterside in Sale, where I have been known to come downstairs on a tea tree. And I know they're hoping for that again. We'll have to just see. And then I'm closed for Christmas, really. But I am doing a New Year's Eve party, traditional New Year's Eve party that I do at in King's Eve at the Kitchen Garden Cafe. Again, book quick, that sells out. But anyway, love, making myself tired thinking about all that. Just do your own thing. Equality, peace on earth. Look after yourself, kids. Barbara Nice, over and out. Thanks for listening, loves.